0: My name is Sarah Lamb, but don't call us heroes. We are legends. is I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I had to become the green arrow. Welcome to CW Superheroes, it's Entertainment Talks Podcast for the CW's DC superhero shows. This is for the Supergirl. Season 6 wrap-up to wrap-up um, discussion on on Supergirl uh, and to review parts of it, not all of it, but the, a just general closing-off discussion of Supergirl on The CW. Uh, I am your host, Matthew, and uh, let's discuss um, Supergirl because I've just watched the uh, series finale, which is Season 6, Episode 20. Um... Yeah, a bit, uh, bit disappointing, I think it's fair to say. I, I'm not going to be somebody who's going to rage or be angry at what this show failed to do. Um, I'm going to make a calm analysis about this. If you want more of a ranty sort of, this is terrible, this is awful, I'm sure you can find that in other places um, on, on the internet. But um, I want to have a bit more of a calmer discussion about things that did work things that didn't and things that it's a shame that didn't quite work so the wasted potential part and that's a lot of the um titles that i see on youtube when i type in supergirl reviews or look up anything like about supergirl discussion is just how uh, much potential the show <clears throat> uh wasted with its with its characters and i have to definitely agree with that and one, that's one of these sort of damn kind of points of the show of like, ah, if you'd have just, you had these elements in place that were sort of good, but you just wasted them really, Um, and I'll get into a few comparisons here and there with some of the other DC shows as well, Um, but uh, I watched the series finale, and now I'm here to do a just wrap up kind of episode on the show, so do I like the show? Did I like the last season? Did I like the last episode? I think the show's okay, like bottom sort of okay that the lower level of okay. Um, I still think that there's worse DC shows out there. I still think that Batwoman's worse. Um, I think I think this shares a similar problem with Titans as opposed to Batwoman. Batwoman is a show that cuz I've seen the first two seasons and I'm not wa- I'm not watching the third season. Batwoman is a show that didn't really set up that many great as many great things as things like Titans and Supergirl did, but um was just ruined by writing and choices and wasting of characters. Titans and Supergirl are two shows that I could look at Where I could say, oh, you've got these right elements in place, but you're not doing a good enough job with them. And I say this time and time and time again, it comes down to one thing, which is writing, writing, writing. Um, If you've got great elements in your show, such as some great characters, some great actors as well... But you don't write. Well enough for them. You don't construct good enough scenes. You give them bad dialogue. And we'll get into some dialogue in a minute. Then you're just going to end up. Wasting what you've got. On on your plate. uh, In terms of the the show. So um, I I think it's one of the lower tier. Superhero comic book shows. I don't think it's as bad. As some of the others. That are on TV. I mean this is a on par with Titans, I would say. Now, of course, Supergirls had double the amount of seasons that Titans has currently got, so there's, there's that to consider. But they both have the same problem, which is essentially wasting potential. Um, because I I want to I want I, I do want to talk about some positive things. There is a few positive things to talk about. I thought the actors in the show did actors and actresses did a really really great job in the show. I thought Melissa Benoist, um i've i've heard some people pronounce her name as melissa benoit but i don't know melissa um i've you know really really enjoyed her take her performance as supergirl but again it's the case where you have a really great actress in the role very very suited for the role um you know looks looks great as the character and everything acts very good as the character but it's the dialogue that you give her it's the action scenes um, and I do have some problems with the show's treatment of its main actual character, Supergirl. Um, as I said all the way back in our Season 3 review, which is when we stopped covering the show fully. Um, I always felt like for some reason, the now, now the word in uh, video game, in gaming terms, is called nerfing. Which basically means you make your character weaker for no no particular great reason. I think Supergirl was nerfed too much. Um, and, yeah, I, I just don't ever feel like the show made Supergirl as powerful as she should have been. Um, But, yeah, that's that's the point that really, like, disappoints me, which is Melissa embodied this character, played this character extremely well. And I have to give Melissa a lot of... Cre- I, I have to give her a lot of credit and a lot of these other actresses, and a lot of these performers, I'll just say um a lot of credit for getting through some of these scenes with some of this strange awful weird dialogue that they're given at times um and i tried to pay particular more attention to it attention sorry to it in this series finale in terms of what the characters were saying what the context was and at certain points it was just why are you getting your character? What, why is this character saying this thing? Like, why? Why? Why did you write that down for this character? Of like, oh, we're gonna have this character say this. Why? Why are you? What? Why? <laughs> Simply put, basically. Um, speaking of that, I, I I do have a little segue to get into, which is now this scene is only eight seconds, but this, I I feel like this particular this, this I'm gonna play a piece of audio it'll be video for me but audio for you doesn't really make a difference of and i i will i will give some context just in case some of you haven't seen uh th- this season or whatever i'm going to get i'm going to talk about the actual ending or whatever just so i don't fully spoil all of that um in the second half i'll do a little break at some point and then uh we'll we'll talk more about um i'll talk about the actual specific ending not that it's anything particular like yeah weird stuff but I want to play this scene now some of you who um have seen the series finale probably know what scene I'm about to play the audio of but this just gives it a perfect I want to I want to like give context and explain why I'm gonna play this piece of audio and sort of like it as an example of um that just bad writing choices, and not not even just bad writing, but just why are you giving? Why is this character saying this thing? So there's a, there's a scene in this uh, series finale with Alex, who is Kara's um, sister, and um she's uh, they're in a fight with like Lex Luthor and um, Mixley, I think her name is. Um, they're in a fight with Lex Luthor, and Lex Luthor and her decide, uh, Mixley um, decide. Okay, we're gonna bring a bunch of demons, and there's like a dragon and uh, things like that, and there's a Dominator. Now, a Dominator is an interesting throwback to the first full crossover that we had, which was called Crisis on. No, it wasn't Crisis. I can't remember what the first one was called. The first like proper crossover that involved all of the shows, because you had the other smaller ones like Supergirl and Flash, or like flash versus arrow that kind of thing um and the dominators have been an interest there's not really much character to the dominators they're just aliens that just fight and a dominator is attempting to attack alex in a normal way that you'd see in this show and uh i'm just gonna put my headphones on so i can hear it as well um, so a dominator goes to attack Alex in this finale episode and I- I'm going to play this like twice just in case you don't hear it first time or just to give some more context and I don't want to bang on this scene too much it's just an example of writing choices and dialogue choices and just the ultimate question as to why did you get your character to say this thing so anyway let's just, let's just play it so the dominator goes to attack Alex and this is what happens touching without consent. So that's your uh dialogue there from Alex. So in case you d- I'll play it again in a second, but in case you didn't hear it. Uh a dominator goes to attack Alex and you got to re- remember the context of like the dominator's an alien. It doesn't speak. It's not going to reply to her dialogue. And this is obviously getting into like consent with women and not touching women which of course i'm all for like you know obviously asking consent and things like that and and having that as an important message but context is key context is certainly key and why is alex saying that to a dominator why if you had like a scene where um like the, 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 that kind of bit of dialogue would be better suited for like a work harassment storyline or something like Alex or, or, or like a grooming uh, storyline not that we don't like obviously I don't want to see those things but sometimes you know you, you put them into shows um, as, in, as in like if Alex, uh, if Alex had a co-worker or something and he was touching her without consent that's where that would fit better because it would actually make sense. It makes no sense for Alex to say that to a dominator. And I don't mean to bang on the line too much, but it's just context is key. Keep an eye just be wary of who you're giving what to say to um and when and who are they saying these things to because that just makes no sense. I'm just going to play it one more time and then we'll just move on from it. Touching without consent. So yeah, there you go. But uh, it, it's the way the scene plays out as if it's like a heroic, empowering speech. And it can be. You, you can write those kind of things of like empower, like female empowerment and that sort of thing. The the strange like, issue with this is, aside from a few scenes where I feel like Kara is empowered... You're you're writing this scene to give, like, female empowerment to Alex, right? I never really felt like Supergirl had female empowerment in the show. Because she was never really that powerful. (laughs) I was was watching the finale, and I was watching Supergirl in a few fight scenes in this finale. And I was thinking... When has Supergirl been, like, whoa, powerful, like... You know, really stood out as a Kryptonian, you know, powerful character... I couldn't remember any scenes. I could not remember any scenes. So, and that could be that that could be deeper rooted of like longer term character development issues where you haven't really like. I mean, you've got six seasons into this thing, and we have like twenty something episodes a season or, or whatever. I think the first season's shorter, but um, yeah, just just like who, what you're writing, who you're writing it for, what context, who they're saying it to. And those should be very like this is for a television network um and I'm not just saying that my my like writing problems here just apply to this one alexine it applies to a lot within this show um and some of like like some of the cheesy dialogue can be sort of like huh that was that was that was fun that was you know um like so i I think at some point in this episode uh I can't remember who it is. Uh, someone says like easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's like okay, that's fine, that's fun, whatever. It's like one second, um, cool. But yeah, and this is this isn't just a Supergirl problem either. This is a problem across Batwoman and Legends. is a bit of a different breed of a show because it does aim literally more for that kind of fun stuff. That's where a line like easy peasy lemon squeezy would make sense. Um but um yeah my 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 just deeper rooted problem is you just you never really quite made supergirl powerful and that's a problem in a show called supergirl but you know i i don't think the show was awful some people think this is like the worst thing they've ever seen on tv and if you want to think that that's fine i don't i don't quite agree with that I do think that there's some interesting things that happen to the characters there's some interesting characters to follow certainly it's just the writing around them that that really really let this uh this this thing down um but uh yeah it's just a it's just a disappointment you know um that this is this is uh this is super melissa melissa's legacy is supergirl like it's it's finished now um So, yeah. But, um... There we go. But, uh... In terms of, like, other characters and stuff... Kate McGrath as Lena. Fantastic. David Harewood as Martian Manhunter. Fantastic. Uh, Alex... Apart from, obviously, the dialogue (laughs) choice here. Uh, fantastic character. Um... This show did, um... Give birth is a wrong term. It did introduce uh Tyler's Superman. Obviously he was in the earlier seasons, like in season two, now he's got his own uh Superman show, which is great, so that 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 was a really good thing for the show to have um sparked, I suppose. You've got uh Mechad Brooks, I don't know how quite to pronounce his first name, Jimmy Olsen. It was okay, they sort of like messed his character up when they decided to give him the guardian role and then they didn't know what to do with him and then he left the show anyway, like two seasons ago. Um, then you've got... Um, oh, it was Win. It was Win that said uh, Easy Peasy Lemon Squeezy. Uh, I'm just scrolling through the cast list. Jesse Rath with Brainiac. He was cool. I felt like they made a bit of a joke out of his character towards the end. Like, didn't really use him properly in the last couple of seasons. His relationship with Nia, Dreamer, of course, uh, was fantastic. I think Nicole Maines is um Nia was a massive massive standout if anything is going to come from this show I'd love her to get a spin-off I felt like obviously because Nia came into the show later she was one of the later sort of main characters um she's got a lot of potential but if you're going to give like Nia a show um and obviously you would get into like um trans writing and trans um you know uh character development and stuff because obviously the character is uh and the actress is transgender which is awesome but um you you're gonna want to have if you if you're gonna do what my point is if you're going to write a show like if that ever happens if you're gonna write a show for a transgender lead you're definitely gonna need better writers than this you are definitely gonna need better writers um you you could not use this same writer's room for a um, trans-led female superhero character. Because you will destroy it. You will destroy the character. And yeah. um. So <laughs> yeah. I just... That might be a bit dramatic, but I just don't trust this writer's room to do that character justice. Because they didn't really do Supergirl justice. So you know, if you don't do Supergirl justice and then you, um, uh, and then you, um, write for a trans lead character, if that was going to be the case, um, yeah, no, you you need better writers, uh, you probably need to put this thing like that, that on HBO Max if you were going to do it, you know, I mean, somehow Superman at the moment is, you know, getting, uh, a lot better with it you know obviously with its production value is much better the writers are definitely a lot better i think that's a bit of an anomaly plus you do have the hbo max thing behind it um but no no don't don't do a near show on cw with this writers room because it won't be good uh, i'd still watch it because i'd like to support nicole and like to support the character if it happened but um that's like one idea i'd want to spawn or create from uh from this legacy of supergirl um so yeah. Uh then you also had um Callista Flockhart as Cat Grant, she was great as well. Um obviously Jeremy Jordan as Win, like I mentioned, he was great. Uh Kelly, played by Azzy Tasafi Tasafi, uh she was great, and then there's a bunch of other characters as well. So but those are sort of like your main ones, I suppose. Um But, you know, we're going to move on from that, and I suppose, um, you know, it is what it is. We can't change the the legacy of this show, or the lack of legacy left by the show. I'm not really sure how to look at the legacy of this show, um, because there's no spin-off set up. It would be great, obviously, to get a Nia one uh, as the Dreamer character, Um, but we don't know. So but the, the CW Arrowverse things in a bit of a weird spot where you've got like it's some of this sort of connecting these shows still there's still some crossovers and stuff which is great and then you've got like Stargirl which is like unofficial Arrowverse Superman which is Arrowverse but doesn't seem to want to have anything to do with the Arrowverse then you've got like Legends which is kind of on its own Batwoman which is terrible Flash which is in this weird hybrid sort of spot thing um then arrow is like finished um yeah and then you've got obviously the new Naomi show which is not Arrowverse at all yet so it's a, it's a weird set of shows to to have at the moment so in terms of just quickly ranking this uh, in terms of the other Arrowverse finales obviously we've got Arrow we've got Black Lightning which finished and we've got this Supergirl finale i would say arrow probably did the best job then Black Lightning. Even though Black Lightning did deliberately set up some things for the Painkiller spin-off, which didn't pay off because they cancelled that show, the the Painkiller show, it still had a really good uh, series finale. Um, it did wrap up a great amount of things. And then I would probably put Supergirl as as the bottom, just because of this episode and this season and things like that. So um, I will say, uh, what was his name who played Lex Luthor? He was really really good as. Um, as Lex Luther. Uh John Cryer, I thought it was that was his name. Um he's fantastic as as Lex Luthor Um I'd love to see him fight Tyler Superman, I think that would make a lot of sense. So, yeah. Um but he was a a great addition as well. So, uh anything else I want to say before I get into like the spoilers of the end of the show because I do just want to talk about I mean it's not like massive massive spoilers really. Um, I would say, like, Black Lightning and Arrow had bigger spoilers for their series finales as opposed to this, like, settled finale that Supergirl's got. But uh, anyway, that's that's pretty much what I've got. Um, You know, we've got Sasha Cully's uh, Supergirl, who is going to be in the Flash film, which is going to be interesting. So I guess that's the next step for the character of Supergirl. And I look forward to, uh, even though I don't think that film's going to be any good, I'm looking forward to seeing her iteration, her take on the character of Supergirl, so that should be that should be good. I'm I'm supporting um, Sasha Cully. in in that role, just as I supported Melissa, you know, as well. So, because even if the Flash film's not written well, not directed well, just like the Supergirl series, um, you still might get some really good things and performances out of uh, Sasha Cully. for the, uh, the Flash film. So, anyway, take a quick little break, and then we'll just settle on talking about this strange finale. I suppose. See you in a minute. Lackluster ending, I suppose. This uh, al- almost you could argue cliffhanger ending as well because so basically Supergirl reveals herself to the world. Cat Grant's known this entire time. Um, uh, Kara then talks to Lena briefly about it, and Cat has this big conversation with Kara and says like, "Oh, I've offered you was editor in chief at like Cat, um, Catco." um and then she says like oh you know your cat says to which it was great to see cat grant back as well um she was a big miss after the first season i think she played a very vital role in the first season of the show a very important sort of mentorship role to uh to um i do i did like the little nod about sort of like oh you think those glasses hide your identity because there's always been a little joke sort of thing about you know supergirl and superman How they both just wear glasses and it's like, oh, it's just Cara Danvers. Oh, it's just Clark Kent. Yeah, okay, he looks exactly the same and she looks exactly the same as what they did. They just have different costumes on. But anyway, um, that's obviously a bit of a history kind of thing with Superman and Supergirl. Uh, Because she sort of says like, oh, you know, did you think those glasses really hid you? It's like, yeah, they don't really hide their identity, do they? They don't really like... Anyway, so, yeah... Um, because what a super Kara like puts her hair up. I think. Um, obviously Superman's hair is short anyway, but Kara like what puts her hair up in a thing, in a bun or whatever. Um, and then puts glasses on, and then changes her outfit. That's pretty much that. Um, so yeah. Uh, but um, Lena has a chat and says like yeah you know you're not really you, you you're you're giving this speech thing um don't get me started on the speeches in this show as well some of them are good they're just uh, some of them are okay some of them are all right but um they're a bit overdone i think there's like too many of them i think these like empower speeches um yeah uh but anyway long story short you know obviously she uh comes out to the world as Supergirl and then literally so the, the last shot of this show is um what's her name Alex and uh her new wife which is which is nice they fly off in um this car cuz they get married which was cool um and then it cuts to Kara's glasses being taken off they're like left on this little thing. And then it cuts to a big screen. Like a big screen in the middle of the street. Where Kat Grant is interviewing Supergirl. And says oh I, that woman that you know as Kara or whatever. She's Supergirl. The camera pans round to Kara smiling. And then you cut. And that's it. Can we not argue that that's a, that's a cliffhanger isn't it? I mean, that is one of the weirdest... Like... Because you want to have a defining end moment in your series finale. And granted, Kara could show back up in one of these shows. It's good that they got the idea of that. She's not dead. You know, that's good. But... Um... You don't get the aftermath of... What does the world think? What, What happens in this conversation, this interview... Um, between Kara and and Cat, like that—that's the point where you decide to end the show. That's your final. That's that's the that's the final. Because I I assume with the series finale, you'd really brainstorm like, okay, what's going to be the final shot of our series? Cause that's that's the moment where we leave our audience, and they have the memory of the show from that. So our last shot of Supergirl is. Her about to be interviewed about being Supergirl. And then you cut there with her smiling towards the camera. It's a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit strange. Um, I mean... You know, I, 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 wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that you need to see the... um. It, I mean, because we know that she's Supergirl, obviously. It's not like a reveal to us. It's a reveal to the citizens and stuff, but... Strange choice. Anyway, strange choice. So, anyway, that's pretty much it for Supergirl. I think I've gone long enough. I think I've talked about the show's problems, the CW, DC problems. Um, these shows... I, and I I very much still stand by... I only think in the last couple of seasons some of these shows have li- really taken a nosedive. I did really enjoy some of the earlier seasons of these shows. Um, I, I basically thought seasons one... Season 1 is still the best season of Supergirl. And I still think the pilot episode is the best episode. Uh, season 2 is a bit of a dip. There were some strange choices towards Superman that they made. But it did um, you know, create the Superman show. Season 3 was awful. I still think season 3 is the worst season. Season 4 I think was better. I think that was the Lex Luthor season. Season 5 I don't really remember that much of. And then season 6 was the second worst I would say. Cause you do in in season six, in season sort of four to six, you do have some very good Lex Luther things. But uh, season three was the worst. Season six, second worst. Season one's the best. Season two was all right, and season five is probably the next best after that. I think. Um, I think the se- fifth season had like was a big dreamer season. I think so. That was good. Um. But yeah, you know, uh, so the reason, obviously, the show's ended, you know, Melissa's gone off to be a mother, so congratulations to her. Um, I've not kept up with, like, the news of that, you know, obviously, it's it's um, up to her what she's doing. Um, I hope her and, you know, that situation's going well, because um, we have to remember at the, end of the, at the end of the day, these people that appear on our TV screens are all humans, they have family, they have friends, they have lives, they don't just film the show and then go to sleep. And, you know, she gave six, uh, Melissa gave six um, years of her life to this show, and then she decided, with obviously her partner at the time, that, um, you know, she wanted uh, to become a mother, she wanted to enter motherhood and move on from the role of Supergirl after six seasons, and I think that we should all respect that, and, because I did see some you know people saying like oh she can do this and become a mother and it's like yeah you, you might I mean I'm not doubting her ability to be a mother and an actor of course y- you can certainly do that but um she decided okay I've given six years of my life to this I just want to move on uh, I'm not saying she can't do both things she just chose that she wanted to put the cape in the closet and be a mother um and and do whatever so I think that we can all uh hopefully respect that Because I even saw some petitions straight away of like, oh, don't cancel Supergirl, bring it back for season 7. It's like, it's not really (laughs) cancelled. It was given a sixth and final season. Anyway, um, yeah, hopefully we see her again. Hopefully we see her again with better writing, (laughs) certainly. Uh, It'll be great, I mean, because Superman's in season 2. You know, that's going to be going on for a while. That's a lot better in terms of production value and writing. Um, It'd be great if Kara and Melissa could could make a... appearance over there as supergirl obviously when melissa feels she's able to do so um and when the timing's right when it works for the story that kind of stuff so yeah that's that's a possibility i guess maybe she could pop up in the flash or something or who knows who knows what might happen so anyway let me know your thoughts feelings questions comments what do you what you've got uh what did you think of the final shot what do you think of my comments what do you think of the dialogue and everything about this show. Melissa's legacy of Supergirl. The character's legacy. And are you looking forward to seeing Sasha Cully uh, take on the mantle of Supergirl next? Let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever you've got. Uh, Matthew with Entertainment Talk.org. Twitter, eTalkUK. contact page and information in your show notes. So take a look at all of that. Uh, we'll get in touch as well. If you're listening on the website version of this podcast, you can scroll down a little bit. Big email box. You can see your... Um, you can see a, a big email box, you put your email and your message in there, that'll get sent to me as well. There's also a clickable email name that you can use to send me a message if you'd like to. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, we're still doing The Flash, we're still doing Superman and Lois, of course they're on, um, well, Flash is on a bit of a break, Superman and Lois is still going on. Uh, you could check out our thoughts on the uh, season 2 premiere of Superman and Lois and the Armageddon crossover for this season of the flash i recently covered uh, a peacemaker episode which i didn't enjoy <laughs> i covered a couple of episodes of the naomi show uh which i mentioned so lots of other dc content as well of course uh got a, a preview podcast for the batman which is out which is going to obviously be uh the new matt reeves directed robert pattinson batman film uh which is coming out in uh just under just under uh two months actually we're, we're about um Just under a month out, I think. Sorry, just over a month out from uh, from that film. So that should be exciting. So if you want to check that out as well. Lots of DC content, basically, that we're doing. So check out all of that. Um... EntertainmentTalk.org so where you can find all that stuff. TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcast. Check it all out. Uh, if you want to support Entertainment Talk on the podcast, you can either listen to more of our things over on there. You can uh, find us as well on your favourite podcast platform by searching for Entertainment Talk. Uh, tell other people that you know about the content that we do, not just the DC stuff, but TV, games, films, Manchester United Podcasts. Uh, just spread the word of mouth. Tell people what we do and where they can find it. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast for review options. Take a look at that as well. Uh, if you want your TV and your film news, if you want uh, air update information about these shows, or just general TV and film news for DC, or just normal TV and film news, uh, David's got you covered over on Geektown.co.uk, and Geektown Radio also releases on Tuesdays as well. So check out all of those. Bex is still streaming daily, pretty much over on Twitch. Trista B Y T E S, go and give her a follow for her good things over there. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, EtalkUK for my different streams. Uh, recently returned with the pets coach mode that sort of thing um, so you can check out all those and you can find those archive streams and the um, co- uh, not just the cod clips but the different game clips and stuff over on YouTube entertainment took Plays. Thanks very much for listening um, and I'll catch you next time goodbye.